Welcome back to Black Romy's Pop Culture. I am your host, Zoe, and today we will be continuing with the new Teen Titans history and character analysis. This will be part two, but before we get into that, and by the way, we'll be picking up with slide six, but before we get into that, I would like to mention, follow me on my Instagram, my IG, at blackgirl underscore meets underscore pop culture. The link will be in the description. I am hoping and praying we can get to a hundred followers and then if we do um there may be something special on this podcast looking forward to but that's up to you guys so follow me on my ig black girl under black girl underscore me's underscore pop culture there's no excuse i just i just said it twice and the link is in the description so i highly 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 suggest you follow it also what i also highly suggest you to follow is me on spotify or Apple Podcasts. You're probably either listening to either or both. If you're listening to both, you're the real G. But if you're listening to either one, you can follow it. For Spotify, there is a notification bell. So hit that notification bell and you will get notifications every time I post. For Apple Podcasts, hit that follow button. It's the plus button to the right, top right. Hit that follow button. And you will be following me and you will get notifications every time I post, which is usually weekly. But for this month and this month alone, I am posting Wednesday and Friday. So, let's dive in. <laughs> oh, actually, I have to mention one more thing. And that is to financially support this podcast. You can financially support this podcast. The link is in the description below. Starting at 99 cents, if you support this podcast, you are most likely to get a shout out in the episode. Just starting at 99 cents, remember, just starting at 99 cents. But 99 cents can go a long way. I would love to have some new equipment. Personally, I would like to have a soundboard in the near future. But that is only possible through your help. So once again, the link is in the description. Just starting at 99 cents. Now we're ready. I think that's all of the things I got out of the way. <laughs> now, we are picking up on slide six, and we'll be finishing with slide eight today. Last time we stopped with slide five, talking about the product of success of the new Teen Titans. But now, let's dive into the origin of the new Teen Titans. New Teen Titans. Who are the new Teen Titans? We talked about the Titans' publication history. We talked a little about about their comic book history but let's officially dive into the new teen titans the revamp of the revamp of the new of the, of the teen titans so the new teen titans origins the first issue begins from the perspective of dick grayson alias robin as he's having a presumed nightmare about a new team of titans when he wakes up he realizes that his nightmare was nothing but a dream but is greeted by a mysterious woman named Raven who tells him otherwise. Raven reveals that she placed a vision in Dick's mind in order to motivate him to form a new team of Teen Titans. Henceforth, you know, the ergo new Teen Titans. Their goal? To defeat a unknown threat. One by one, one directly and indirectly, the new team is motivated by Raven to work together once again. So as I mentioned last time, it had been two years since there was a Titan series. So it's kind of, once again, a, another big deal that, that, that somebody, this mystery woman, who at the time nobody really knew about, um, recruits a team. And once again, it's mystery because we don't know 
why she recruits this team. Not until I believe, like, I would like to say issue five. So that's pretty far in. <laughs> issue five or six, that's that's pretty far in. And, and a lot of the team has no patience for Raven in, in, in the games that she's playing. But we'll get into that into Raven's episode. So today, slide seven, go to slide seven. We will be talking about Robin slash Nightwing, a.k.a. Dick Grayson. Before we get into this a little bit, I would like to explain. You can hit the link on top of Robin slash, or there's a link with Robin slash Nightwing on slide seven. This is where I get my information from. And once again, as I mentioned last time, I will be kind of just shifting through a lot of information. I won't be going through his character beat by beat by beat because I'm just talking about Dick Grayson as a member of of the new teen titans in the first volume of the new teen titans but if you like to know more about dick grayson as his time as robin and as his time as nightwing i highly suggest you go to the link the link is from comic vine which i enjoy going through comic vine you get a lot of useful information like i believe on comic vine it says that nightwing's birthday is march 23rd somebody fact checked me on there but those are the cool neat facts that you can learn on comic vine all right Getting into it, we'll start with the background of Dick Grayson, the powers and abilities of Dick Grayson, and finally the analysis. And that's how it's going to go for every character from here going on and out. This is how every episode is going to be from here going on out. Now, background. Dick Grayson became the ward of Bruce Wayne, the Batman, after his parents were killed in front of them. From there, he became Batman's psychic, Robin, and the two became known as a dynamic duo. So Robin was created, I believe, 1940, yes, because Batman was created in 1939, and here comes Dick Grayson, young Dick Grayson. Some people say around 8 to 10-ish, but my headcanon, he's about 12, and I would like to say he's 12 because I would like to think he's with Batman for six years, and my headcanon, he is the Robin that's been around the longest. Um, we have other... Robins like Jason Todd, who's also a member of the Teen Titans. We have Tim Grace, Tim Tim Drake, who is also a member of the Teen Titans, as well as Damian Wayne, who is also a member of the Teen Titans. But to my, I would like to say that Dick was the longest, longest Robin, because a he's the only one that could put up with Batman's crap for so long, and b, um, I forgot what b was gonna be. <laughs> Honestly, I forgot what b was gonna be. Um. But yeah, in my head, Cannon, I like to think he's he's he was with Batman for six years, and at the age of eighteen, he grew up, and he realized I'm an adult. I don't really think I want to work with Batman, because we'll, we'll get in, in, more into that. But Batman, when Dick Grayson became eighteen, did not see Dick Dick as a um an equal. He saw him more as yeah. He didn't see him as an equal. He didn't see him as a partner. He kind of saw him more as you listen to what I say. And what I say goes. Basically like a parent, you know. He treated him like a child. Batman was the parent. Dick was the child. But when Dick got older, he didn't really appreciate that. And how Batman was making decisions for him. But we'll, we'll get into that briefly. So powers and abilities. So Dick doesn't have any powers. But he's a skilled acrobat. As he was a part of Flying Grayson's. He's a skilled fi fighter. A detective. And due to being trained by the world's greatest detective, he's a very efficient and very good detective. I want to go back to his skilled acrobatic moves real quick. Because Dick, when he was younger, he was actually a part of a acrobat group. 
called the Flying Graysons, which is how his parents died. His parents died from a trapeze or a acrobatic uh, accident, but it was actually not an accident. It was planned by Danny Zuko, who murdered Dick's parents, and eventually Dick gets him, brings him to justice with Batman as Batman and Robin. But I want to bring I want to bring this to attention because Dick. As Robin, there are things he could do that no other Robin could do later. And when we talk about the t- death of Jason Todd, the second Robin, the reason why Dick didn't die or didn't have as much difficulties in combat as later Jason, his 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 um successor, is because of his trapeze, his acrobatic skills. Actually, I can't remember. It's in uh, A Lonely Place of Dying. I don't remember which issue. Batman, A Lonely Place of Dying. And it's when Tim Drake, who later becomes the third Robin, he explains how he found out that Bruce Wayne was Batman and that Dick Grayson used to be Robin and is currently Nightwing. He figured it out because he, I believe it was a triple backflip. Somebody had to fact check me on that. But I believe it was a triple backflip that he did. And there are only three people in the world ca- that could do it. One of them was Dick's father, John John Grayson. And he was dead. So he was obviously out the question. And one of the other people was not, was not from Gotham. So Tim realized that it was Dick. Because Dick was the perfect age to be a Robin. And he was the only per- other person in the world that could perform such a move. So I, I want to highlight that because that was, that was very to his advantage as Robin. I mean, they call him the boy wonder, like the flying boy wonder, practically. And this is why, because of his acrobatic skills. All right, now finally going to the analysis, still on slide seven. Dick was one of the most skeptical of his new team because of Raven, who requested the assembly of the team. But he was even more skeptical as to why he was chosen to be leader of the team as he was the only one without powers. Going on to slide 8. Dick emphasizes having a team that trusts one another, which is due to his relationship with Batman. Batman refused to treat Dick as an equal and because of it, he justified not being truly honest with him. So let's go back and mention how Dick was skeptical of being... The, the the leader of the team. He was skeptical, once again, as I mentioned, because he had no powers. And if you think about his time with Batman, Batman did not treat him as an equal. Batman kind of stunted his self-confidence. So there's no wonder why Dick is like, this can't be right. I cannot be leader. It's 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 kind of like if you think of when, when Jesus, in the Bible, when Jesus calls his disciples, a lot of them are like, who, me? I'm just a normal guy. I'm 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 not a rabbi. I'm not a priest. I'm not a Pharisee. I'm not a Sadducee. I, I'm I'm not I don't have a degree in this. But Jesus has said, follow me. In this sense, in this metaphor, Raven would be Jesus and just telling him, Follow me. You're the best equipped to fo- to, to to guide this team. You're best equipped to lead this team. And as time goes on, you realize that he really is the best equipped because a lot of the characters are, I would say, I don't want to say emotionally immature, but a lot of them, if you want to talk about Starfire, if you want to talk about um, Cyborg, have a short fuse. They Their judgment is blinded, especially Starfire, 
by their emotions. For Raven, she's blinded by the lack of emotions. For Beast Boy, he's blinded by all of his emotions because he's the youngest on the team. Who is he leading? Nobody. So it makes perfect sense, and we'll get into the next person who actually became leader when Dick left, but that's a conversation for next week on Wednesday. But it makes absolutely all the sense why Dick would be the leader. Plus, he was trained by Batman. And a lot of people like to think, I mean, Batman's not the leader of the Justice League, but a lot of people like to think that. And I understand why. I mean, Batman technically leads his own team with him and his partner, Robin. You know, so he's used to working with someone else. And when Batman works with someone else, it's just to his betterment. Um, but also, he knows how to take down the Justice League, so that's probably why a lot of people think he's the leader. Continuing on, Dick repeatedly encouraged encourages Raven, the most mysterious of the Teen Titans, to be open and honest because they are not only teammates but friends as well. So this is what is different between the Justice League and the Teen Titans. Dick is, because of his experience with Batman, he is really about honesty is the best policy. And so he wants to be open and honest, but plus, he doesn't see his teammates as just teammates or like co-workers. He sees them as friends. And that obviously makes sense in case of Wonder Girl and Kid Flash. They've known each other since childhood. Their their mentors have worked together. So it's kind of like when your parents hang out with their friends and their friends have their kids, you are most likely going to hang out with the person your age. And obviously, in the case of Dick, Donna, and Wally, they, they joined together for a team. But regardless of that, their mentors were a part of the Justice League, so eventually their paths would cross. And it makes sense that they've known each other the longest, so they're all about friendship. And obviously they eventually formed a friendship, formed a bond. So this is why Dick is like, hey, we're, te- we're not just teammates, we're friends, which means we're equal. We're equal to one another. Yes, I'm the leader, so in that in that kind of conversation, I do have more authority over you. But in a friendship, you know, we're friends. You know, there's no, you do this right now. So, that's the difference between the Justice League. I mean, honestly, Batman is, like, the worst because he's so secretive. And I like to think that some people in the Justice League don't know each other's secret identities. But with the Teen Titans, everybody knows everybody's secret identity. Continuing on. However, Dick is completely hypocritical as he keeps many secrets from the team when it, revol- when it revolves around his feelings. Let's touch on that real quick before we get, get, go to the next sentence. Dick does this as like, it's, it, it's, it's, a, it's a default. Why? Because guess who his mentor is? Batman. So you, you can't, like you, you're like, gosh darn it Dick, you're, you're such a hypocrite. But then, you think of his circumstance and who raised him, basically, his second father. And you're like, yeah, I can understand why you go to the default. You have to undo, like, six years of training, basically, to be open and honest. And Dick is used to keeping secrets. I mean, honestly, he has a secret identity. That's a secret. <laughs> he goes to school saying, yeah, I'm just the ward of Bruce Wayne. Nothing more, nothing less. No, he's Robin in his and, and, and his parental figure is Batman. So, of course, he's used to keeping secrets. It's a natural default. 
So, honestly, you can't blame Dick in some ways. And, but he just, it's something he needs to get over, and eventually he does get over. Now, this is something he also picked up during his time under Batman's wing. What did I say? And is evident with his relationship with Starfire, i.e. Corey slash Coriander. Now, before we go into this, the next two sentences, let's, let's dissect this real quick. So, if you've watched the show, you know that there's a lot of chemistry between Robin and Starfire. And this is where it stems from. It stems from this, um, from, from this, from this series. The first time that they met, which is very, is very on par with the show. The first time that Starfire and Robin met was... Starfire had just come from being captured, and she's on Earth, and she doesn't speak the language. And in order to speak the language, she kisses Robin. Now, I'll be going more into this with my Starfire episode, but she doesn't have to kiss him. Unlike in the show, it says, like, oh, we learn languages through kissing even the, the Teen Titans versus Justice League movie, I believe, where it's the Teen Titans, like, the movie with Brother Blood, or the Judas Contract movie, where she's like, oh, we, we learn our languages through kissing. No, they learn languages through skin-to-skin contact. Starfire chooses to kiss Dick, and she says it, and when she kisses him, she says, you're cute. So, this is the blossoming of their relationships. Starfire is very forward, and Dick is very professional. It isn't until, I believe... Close to issue 30, maybe a little farther, maybe a little closer, that um, Dick is actually talking about his feelings to Corey and now actually uh, expressing his interest in her. So, obviously, if, if Corey is, is, is um, somebody who's very emotional, somebody who feeds off emotions, once again, we'll get to that in our Starfry episode, but the fact that she was so blatantly just saying, oh yeah, you're cute, you know, with no filter... It is evident that they are two opposites. Dick is very shut in. He's close to himself. While Corey is very open, very flamboyant, I guess, very boisterous. Says whatever is on her mind because that's the way of her people. So their opposites attract, honestly. But this does have major effects to the relationship, which we'll get more into the, into Corey when we talk about Corey. Because I feel like that's more important to her than to Dick because Dick is basically around this with this story arc Dick is dealing with separating himself from Batman so next sentence but Dick begins to soften up when he breaks away from Batman and becomes Nightwing during the Judas contract which strengthens him as a leader so it strengthens as a leader but also as a partner to Corey here he truly becomes a, a man as his character arc mimics a son going away to college to wrap this up, I say that because as a college student who's in their sophomore year, going to second going into second semester starting in January, I relate to Dick. I relate to him um trying to break away from your parents. Not saying I don't love my parents, but when you get older, you know, you wanna have your own room. You want to do your own thing. You want to decorate your room how you want to decorate it. Sometimes you want to spend more time to yourself and away from your parents. And honestly, when you get older, 
you start to have problems with your parents. You start realizing that, that maybe you didn't agree with a lot of the things of, let's say, in Dick's case, how they raised you, what they taught you, how <laughs> they programmed you, basically. No, but you maybe start to see your parents more as people and not just, oh, your parents, you know, the... My mom's a superhero, you know, like how Gal Gadot said that her daughter said her mom's Wonder Woman and Gal was like, every, every daughter's mom or, or every mother's a Wonder Woman, you know, um, but yeah, I, re- I relate to that about Dick. It's very real. And honestly, initially, when I read this story, I did not relate to Dick, but as I got older, I realized, cause I read this, I started reading this when I was 17 this is during quarantine. So I started reading this when I was 17. I'm now currently 19 going on 20. I didn't relate to Dick because I, I wasn't in college. I didn't really want to branch out from my parents. I mean, come on now. I was I was in quarantine, so nobody wanted to. They all wanted to be safe in their little bubble. But as you get older, as I've gotten older, I realize how independent I want to be and how Sometimes my plans don't align with my parents' plans for myself. And that's where, you know, you can start having disagreements with your parents, possibly leading to arguments, which is natural. It's okay. And it is very clear in Dick's case that that is something would happen to him. He despised that Batman did not treat him as an equal, as a partner. Because they always mention that it's a partnership. Now, obviously, initially, Batman's the one teaching Dick. I mentioned before that he taught Dick how to be a detective. You know, how he's skilled in hand-to-hand combat. The only thing Batman didn't teach him is his acrobatic skills. Which is what made him one of the best Robins. A better Robin. But, obviously, then, Batman's ahead of you. He's your authority figure. He's like your father. So, but when you get older, things change. And honestly, Batman is extremely unreasonable. <laughs> but imagine, imagine raising somebody and you don't want to let them go and you're, you're just holding on to them tightly. Just like, just do as I say, you know. And Dick is like, no, I want to do my own thing. And let's, let's talk about the name Nightwing, actually. Nightwing, the name Nightwing came from Superman. So obviously, like he's he's shedding away the Robin identity, the the identity of of Batman, and going more in the manner of Superman, of being free, you know, doing your own thing. Nobody's telling you what to do. You know, you're just flying off, enjoying your time as a hero. And the, the Superman told Dig a story of these crime fighters in Krypton. Superman's home planet. And it was a story of Flamebird, I believe, and Nightwing. So, inspired by that, I would like to say Superman's kind of his uncle. Inspired by his uncle, he took on that name. So, yeah. I really enjoy Nightwing. I I think he's my favorite DC character. We're gonna get to who I struggling to say is my DC character or not, but I believe wholeheartedly that Dick Grayson is the heart and soul of the DC universe. He's what, he's the future. Because later on, Dick becomes Batman, which once again, if you want to learn more about that, 
go to the comic vine link but he be he becomes batman later on and it proves that the protege can become the successor the padawan can become a jedi a jedi knight and then finally a master so going with that i i really enjoyed that full circle nature especially how he had problems with batman and then becoming batman it's good storytelling but that is all i have for you all today next time we'll restart with slide nine sneak peek to who we're talking about well you can actually go and um see the sneak peek if if you want to there's a link to the description there's a link in the description to the powerpoint is open to anybody with the link in the description but next time on wednesday we'll be talking about wonder girl donna troy the first wonder girl and actually the sister the adoptive sister of wonder woman but that is all i have for you guys today if you enjoyed this episode which i'm sure you did you can share it to someone you think will like it even someone you think will not like it hey i like to get them them listen numbers up (laughs) but I will see you guys Wednesday. But until then, peace.